You are listening to an Emmanuel Community Church podcast. For more sermons or information about the church, visit our website at www.emmanuelcommunity.org. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Come on in. We'd like to tell you about the people who missed Christmas. Yeah, come on in. If you'd cross the United States today, they tell us that it would take you about six days if you drove about eight hours a day. Now, we'll just say a week because that's kind of rounding up. And to think that the wise men did not travel for a week, but for a minimum of four weeks. That would be across the United States and back, across and back again. And that's only to get there. Just to see a baby who they believed was the king of the Jews. What a trip that would have been and how they had to prepare for that. But what I wanted to share with you today is, it was, it's fascinating to me when I look at scriptures that that there are people who live right there, right next door, so to speak, who never even bothered to go see the child. Today I want to tell you about those people, and I guess I want to first say congratulations to you for taking time to stop on a Christmas day and uh, spend some time in worship. That says a lot about you. But let me remind you what we're learning in this series. Number one, we are learning that the first Christmas was all about giving, whether it was angels or shepherds or wise men or whomever, but it is all predicated on that one gift that God the Father gave His Son, for God so loved the world that He gave. Secondly, we're learning all season long that we're trying to kind of move our focus from receiving to giving. And the idea of just asking each other, what do you want to give for Christmas? At least balance the giving and the receiving, and I think Christmas will mean more. Now, we've talked about the Magi throughout the season, and I just want to tell you a little bit about them. Uh, They waited for many years. In fact, if Daniel trained them, they waited for 400 years for the Messiah to be born. As soon as he was born, they saw a star in the east, and then they had to get their gifts ready, and they had to pack all of the uh, things that they needed to take with them. And and keep in mind, there were a lot more than three people. A caravan in that day would have been 20 or 30 or more people. And so to get everybody ready and to travel for a month minimum just to get to see the child. Then, of course, uh, when they began their journey, it was way more difficult than a journey today because of the roads that were or weren't there because of all of the dangers that they faced that we don't. So my point is simply that the Magi really made an extra effort to go see the child. But right there around Bethlehem, or other people who made no effort at all. And I want to tell you about three kinds of people. Uh, the first one uh, is, is the group of people who were told by the shepherds in Bethlehem that the baby had been born. Let me read that to you. So they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said. They were amazed at what the shepherds said, but you'd think the next verse would say, and they left their homes and they went down the street to see the child themselves. But as far as we know, no one did. There is no record that anyone else ever stopped to see the child. 
Why? Well, my guess is they just were busy, even though they had prayed for the Christ child to be born. But unfortunately, the people of Bethlehem, they missed the one opportunity to see the Christ child. Well, there was a second group, and those were really smart people. Uh, in fact, let me read that to you. When he had called, now he is Herod. When Herod had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem and Judea, they replied, for that's what the prophets said. Now, here's the smartest religious leaders on the planet. I mean, these guys, they know the scriptures well. In fact, they prove it by saying, that's where Jesus will be born. But they were only six miles away. Six miles. Now, on that day, six miles was further, but it's still a few hours at most. They could have easily gone to see him. But you see, these guys probably weren't too busy. They were just too smart for their own good. It was inconvenient for them. They didn't think the Christ child would be born that way or maybe as a baby. They thought he would come through the sky as a Messiah, a man. They just didn't get it. And so, because they had everything figured out, but they were wrong, they missed it. And I wonder today how many people that we know who just don't understand Christmas, they're wrong about it, and so they miss the whole point of worship. Thirdly, there was that one guy himself whose name is King Herod. And King Herod called himself the king of the Jews. In fact, he even bought the title from a Caesar so that people could call him the king of the Jews, but he wasn't. I'll read to you. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I may go worship him too. Well, Herod never went to worship him, as you know, not because he was too busy and not because he was too smart, but because he was afraid. He was afraid that everyone would see that he was a fraud that he wasn't really the king of the Jews. So he did what he could to eliminate the real king of the Jews. And of course, as you know, God protected him. I think there are people today, Christmas Day, who are too busy today to stop and worship like the people of Bethlehem. I think there are people who just think they're too smart. They got it all figured out. And they don't realize how simple the story is that God gave his son. And I think there are other people like Herod who are afraid that if they really hear the true Christmas story, <laughs> everything they've thought is true will be proved wrong, just like it was for Herod. So again, I commend you. You are taking time today on Christmas Day. You're not too busy. You're not too smart. You're not afraid. You know that the true Christmas story is about a child who was born in a manger in Bethlehem and you're taking time to worship. That's the meaning of Christmas.